0: This is DigiKnow, the short and sweet podcast for business owners and entrepreneurs that want to keep up with the latest changes in digital marketing and social media. Learn from two guys that know a thing or two about helping businesses increase sales and exposure, Will
1: Hankey and Andrew McCauley.
0: This is episode 36 of DigiKnow. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the program today. My name is Andrew McCauley. And I am excited to be bringing you another edition of Did You Know? We have got lots to discuss. Many things are going on. Will Henkey, are you in the room?
1: I'm in the room. Third episode, thirty-six. Uh, pretty crazy, isn't it?
0: Yeah, we're flying along. Got lots of things to discuss. Lots of things going on. Um, what's been going on in, in your world in the last uh, seven or eight days?
1: Oh, well, uh, the weather's nice. We finally lost some humidity. That's really terrific. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) It's happening that time of year, starting to change, which is good. We're just losing some heat, which is even better.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know what? We're also coming up on our one-year anniversary, I think, next week. Uh, I know we missed some episodes there when we did the transition over, but I think we started this last September.
0: This is a cross-platform podcast. (laughs) We started out started on blab uh we've outlasted blab which is pretty exciting <laughs> that's right um we didn't have as many followers as blab did but uh <laughs> hey we're still going so you don't just necessarily need followers to keep ticking over right
1: <laughs> that's true that's very true <laughs>
0: So uh, so if you're just new to this podcast, we're, we're talking about what has happened in the last seven weeks with online marketing, digital marketing, social media, as we all know, things change at a rapid, rapid pace, so much so that we've got enough information for more than a 30-minute show, but we'll try and keep it to 30 minutes as usual and fit as much as we can in. So strap in, get ready, because it's going to be a
1: ride. Yeah, and we've actually had uh, kind of a a slow week. We still have plenty of news, but a little bit slower week than normal.
0: Yeah, every week we think it's a slow week, and then we end up trying to rush through it all because it just (laughs) keeps popping out. Um, But part part of our format of our show is that Will and I both talk about some tools that we've discovered or we're using in our business, and uh, let's have a chat about two of those tools right now, Will.
1: Yeah, we're going to do a point-counterpoint this time. Uh, my tool of choice is called Zapier, Z-A-P-I-E-R. And what it does is it lets two different platforms talk to each other that normally maybe wouldn't talk to each other. Uh, for instance, you could do um, – I, I have uh, some, some people that work for me overseas. And when they're done with a specific task, I have them just send an email to one of my Gmail accounts with a specific uh, subject line. And when that subject line hits, then Zapier tells another system to start doing something, some sort of other automation. Uh, So that's one way you could use it. You could also use it to um, if you're doing Facebook lead ads, you know, when somebody fills out uh, an actual lead form that it can dump into your CRM or send you an email or populate a Google spreadsheet. Lots of really cool ways that you can get different things to talk to each other.
0: Yeah, so just give you a, a, bit, a bit of a quick background because my tool is is going to be similar. But when companies build these platforms, they leave a little back door open, basically for for developers who can go in and use the uh, the workings of that tool and lets you hook it up with other tools, right? So I think Zapier or Zapier, as I like to call it, has a yeah. nearly six hundred different integrations. You know things like. Um, if somebody buys, if somebody fills in a form on gravity forms, you can automatically send them an invoice through your zero accounting, right? So there's right. all sorts of things you can do to automate your business. And if you're looking, uh, to help automate a lot of the processes in your business, then this tool and the one I'm about to talk about is, uh, something you should be looking at as well.
1: Yeah. We also, I also have a client that has a, an e-commerce site and, uh, when some when they hit shipped on a specific item, Zapier actually sees that that change of status has happened and it sends an email. Actually, it waits 24 hours, sends an email out that says, "Hey, we shipped your stuff yesterday. You should get it here in a couple of days." So there's some really cool things you could do even if the two platforms typically wouldn't connect together
0: yeah it's a it's a pretty powerhouse tool I love it I use it all the time as well Um, but if you're not somebody who wants to dig into that sort of thing as deep but you want to have a bit of fun with some automation the tool that I like to use as well is called IFTTT or if this then that I think it's just called if actually if now Um, And you can go to ifttt.com, but basically same sort of thing, but it lets you do a few other crazy little cool things. Like you can hook up your mobile phone, for instance, and every time you go to a specific location, it might send you a reminder. Or if the temperature on your weather app says rain, it's going to send you a text to say, hey, bring in the washing. You can even (laughs) hook up things like, um, you know, these days we've got some smart fridges, we've got smart ovens. Uh, it can even send you a text when your oven pre preheat is is ready. Yeah, all sorts of things. You can do things like set up a uh, if you've got one of those Philips smart Philips globes that changes colour that are all hooked to your Wi Fi system. You can even uh, change the colour of the lights depending on who's calling your phone. <laughs> You're sitting at home and suddenly the wife rings and the lights go all. Oh, Red. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yep, you've got trouble, you know, the lights are happening. So um, so there's all sorts of crazy things. It's really addictive. There's lots of great things you can do. I mean, I used, to, I, I, had it for, uh, I've had it for a long time. Actually, I used to use it for Foursquare. Every time I'd check in at a place on Foursquare, it would add it to my Google Calendar. So I could go back and look at, no, I know exactly where I was. So if I had to just keep a track of, where was I on those days? I'd look at my calendar and all my Foursquare check-ins all appearing on my calendar so I could easily tell where I was at what time of the day. Um, oh, wow. It's a good, good thing to help you do that. I use um, I use IFTTT for things like if I'm posting an image to um, Instagram, I want it automatically to go to a specific board on, um, on my Pinterest account. You can hook up your Twitter and all your social media accounts from one to the other if you want to do that sort of thing too. So lots of uh, opportunities to do fun things on IFTTT as well.
1: I love it. I use it as well. And on there, it's called recipes, right? right. So you, yes. you create a recipe. I have one uh, for, we have the Nest uh, oh, thermostat yes. for the house. Uh-huh. And it can, if you, once again, if you hook it up to your phone, it can actually turn the temperature down when it knows that you're five miles from home yes. or, you know, it can kick on the air. A lot of really cool things that, that uh, the system does.
0: We are turning to the Jetsons.
1: That's right. Slowly but surely.
0: Yeah, and um uh f- and the good thing about IFTT it's free. Um there's also a free version of Zapier, but you can pay a I think it's like a twenty dollar a month fee for Zapier and hook up some really, really um complex things on, on there as well. Um so yeah, go out and have a play with it. It's certainly fun to automate a lot of this stuff and you'll impress some of your friends when things happen automatically and they say, Wow, how'd you do that? and you're just like, uh ah, right.
1: I, heard, yeah, it I, don't I heard it on Did you know? <laughs> Yeah, now for Zapier, I do pay the $20 a month. I, I think there's a lot of free ones that you can do, but some of the little more advanced stuff, you do have to pay the, I think they call it a basic account.
0: Yeah, definitely. All right, so let's kick on the big news of the week. Some big news going on. Of course, Facebook always leads the charge with some of the big news, but um, you know, a little thing that hasn't got a lot of attention over the last couple of days that, that's happening, and that is some pressure that Facebook's putting on a lot of advertisers on their platform. Let's, let's uh, hear about that.
1: Yeah, kind of interesting. Uh, the, Facebook is actually pressurized, pressuring advertisers to speed up their mobile landing pages. So um, you know, when we first talked about this, you know, we thought, well, why would they care what happens after somebody clicks an ad and goes on to some other website? But what they're really after is they want that overall experience to be good, and they don't want it to be negatively uh, affecting the people clicking their ads.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised uh, that hasn't reached a lot more um, mainstream media this particular aspect because you know Facebook, Google, in fact all of them, Twitter, LinkedIn, they're all really pushing this um, fast loading pages on uh, mobile because the world's what are we are eighty percent mobile right now right. most of most things. And um, they just want that experience to be better for everybody. And I think you know their thoughts are that if uh, people aren't getting pages loaded quickly enough while they're on their mobile device, they'll stop clicking ads altogether, which is yeah. disastrous for Facebook.
1: Yeah, so I think the the lesson here is to make sure that you use the uh, mobile-friendly or the PageSpeed In- Insights, which is a free uh, tool from Google, and it will actually tell you how fast your web page is loading both mm. on desktop and mobile. Yeah,
0: definitely. So and there you go. That if you're I'll running ads, that in the show notes. Yeah. If you're running ads, uh, to mobile play pages, then you want to make sure that you are making your mobile landing pages, mobile friendly
1: and loading fast
0: and loading fast. Yes. Um, Facebook, let's continue with some Facebook stuff. We've got any more Facebook. I think we might have a couple more things on Facebook.
1: We do. Um they they announced um instant video a couple of days ago.
0: Yes. How ex- that great? How exciting is instant video? <laughs> Tell us about your experiences with instant video, Will.
1: <laughs> well, you and I thought, well, this is pretty neat, let's try it out. And uh, it didn't go so well. It was it was clunky. It was a little bit difficult to figure out and and in certain times during our conversation the the sound quality actually changed quite a bit. Um yeah, I, it I locked
0: know. up. It locked up. We couldn't get out of the screen. Um, yeah. There's a few little teething problems going on with Facebook instant video. But essentially, inside Messenger, uh, you can make a call, a video call with somebody. Um, you can still float, float, float the videos over the top of your text. So you can still message them. Um, by default, they have the sound off, just as right. a FYI. So sometimes you may want to just send messages to people and you want to share a video, but you don't necessarily need the sound. You just want to show them what's happening. Um, so that's the reasoning why the sound is off, but, uh, still it was a little clunky for us what we're trying to do. And we wanted to give you an example of what it looked like in the show notes, but, uh, You're going to get crickets on that one. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, not going to happen. It would (laughs) would be a horrible waste of your time. That's for sure.
0: Um, So we'll keep an eye out and see if they improve that because uh, right now it's uh, yeah, thumbs down for that one.
1: Yeah, it wasn't great. Nope. What else
0: we got on Facebook?
1: Oh, they changed up the offers. So um, if you're, if you're running ads uh, using the offer uh, option, They've made some changes to that where now it will actually um, let you know when some of your offers that you've taken are about to expire. uh, Some things like that. That's kind of cool. That's handy, yeah. Yeah. I mean, have you ever done a Facebook – have you ever seen a Facebook offer and then say, I'll take that offer and used it? No.
0: I can't say I have. I haven't seen many at all.
1: No, I've actually run some ads using the offer platform, mm-hmm. and I had people take the offer as far as clicking the thing on, on Facebook saying, yes, I want to do that, but nobody ever cashed one in.
0: Really? Yeah. Were and they, bu- were they buying smart. offers or were they free offers?
1: They were, uh, they were purchase or, or they were discount offers, but you had to come into the store to redeem it.
0: Right, 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 right. Okay. But no yeah. one ever did anything. Wow, that's interesting.
1: No one ever did it. And then, like I said, it was pretty low numbers. That mm. was, you know, I mean, it was maybe 20 people that accepted it, but right. even then, mm. not even one person. So, this, you know, this upgrade that they've done, maybe if people are reminded, hey, this expires in five days, you know, you might want to go take advantage of it. So,
0: but you know, it's like, it's like anything. I think, you know, the whole free ebook scenario where we've all got ebooks on our computer, which we wanted to read one day, but we never did or, yeah. or we haven't. Um, and if you've got an offer that's, well, I'm not putting any cash out front, I'm just getting it for free, then the onus is really not on them to go and cash it in. So they're like, oh, it doesn't matter if it expires, right. I haven't lost anything. So it'd be right. interesting to see if that worked with a, uh, you know, pay $10 and get 30% off sort of thing. Um right. and see if the buy-in is more, more, uh, works better than just a freebie that they'd have to yeah. put any money in. But um, let's see how they change. Let's see if that works for them.
1: Yeah. It's more of the Groupon model, I think. And, hmm. and speaking of Groupon, I've seen a ton of ads on TV for Groupon lately, which I have never seen for several years.
0: Wow. I thought they were winding down things a lot. Interesting. Yeah.
1: I've seen a lot of ads lately. And I that, that was my exact thought too. Oh, Groupon's still around?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, interesting, <laughs> interesting. Um what else we got? We got um Facebook displaying vertical videos in mobile news feeds.
1: Yeah, that's kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, so um that was uh interesting because I I mean I've seen some vertical, but they usually got the bars on them, you know, the black bars on either side. Yeah. But um these ones here, I think uh are full a full width now in a news feed so that they actually uh, it does look distorted, but they don't have the black bars on it like those other ugly-looking black bar videos. Hmm. You know, so... Um, I guess the other part to it is that when you look at a, when you look at a vertical video, it was also cropped into a square. Right. So you had to actually click on the video to open it up in the light box to actually watch the video. Right. But now what they're doing is... Um, they're putting them into a, I don't know, a two to three aspect ratio so basically uh it's not gonna take up the entire screen but it's also uh they can expand them without without having to click and open it up so it's gonna be news uh, new we'll see how it works I'm, I'm surprised it's taken so long to come about actually
1: yeah so do you know if this is something new in the back end of the advertising platform or are they just doing no? this when- is
0: just like you and you want to take a video and then post it to, to your news feed, then that's what it is nothing to do with Nothing to do with um ads at all. It's just um general general Joe Blow using Facebook as well oh, as okay. meant to be. Um the videos are just appearing now better than what they were if they weren't um uh portrait not portrait Good. landscape got it. landscape.
1: Got it. Okay. Now Good. I can now I can watch those cats in a little bit bigger version without having to
0: yes. click them. yes, Zachary. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, what else we got?
1: You know what? Um, speaking of Facebook, Instagram and, uh, you know, larger things, uh, Instagram actually just announced that you can now zoom in on pictures.
0: Wow. Welcome to 2012.
1: That's right. The old the old pinch and squeeze and zoom in on stuff. And uh, I actually found a, an article that came out, I think, yesterday that was 11 brands that are already using Instagram zoom feature. So I'll put that in the show notes as well in case you're thinking of how can I use this to my advantage.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've. I didn't know, I did not know that they couldn't do it, you know, a couple of months ago. And I'm like, oh, maybe my phone's broken. It's just not working. <laughs> so I didn't think much more of it, you know. Um, but I didn't realize it was like, that was a big deal. A lot of people are up in arms about it. And they're like, Apparently. finally, we're so excited. Now we can pinch in. It's like, well, what sort of photos are you looking at? <laughs> you need to pinch in all the time. Right. You know? So yeah, uh, yeah. so that's happening. It's rolling out to people all across the planet as we speak.
1: That's right. They're also going to soon suggest stories from people you don't follow.
0: Right. Yes. Now this is a this is a big one, right? Because, you know, Twitter started doing this a long time ago, and people were up in arms about it because they're like, well, that means some followers are going to get more uh, traction than others. Because why are they getting suggested over and above somebody else? Um, so it's it's going to be only based from what I know. It's only going to be based on. Um, people that you follow, sorry, not not, not people, people that you've, you're you connected to already. So it's basically connected to the primary interest that you've got, all right? So the algorithm's going to be reading it, know, know what you've been liking, what sort of people you've been liking, and then they're going to suggest um, who that's going to be in terms of who you're following already and what sort of industries and, Themes and memes you've been following as well.
1: Oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, Facebook does that already. They yeah, they right. show things that exactly. they have no idea who these people are. But right, uh, okay,
0: yep. So that's the plan for them. Um, anything <laughs> else on Instagram? <laughs> don't
1: know. No, that's all. Good.
0: All right. What else we got? What's what's the next platform?
1: You know what? Uh, let's uh, let's go back up to Apple. Uh, Apple came out and said they're going to start uh, removing old and outdated apps hmm. from the uh from the
0: store you know i'd like to see apple do remove What's old that? podcasts that I haven't been added <laughs> to for you know two years or more Oh, seriously there's right. podcasts out there that are like they're out there and they're still there and yeah, maybe they're relevant or not but hey if they haven't been added to for two years or so um wipe them don't need to have them get rid of them
1: yep yeah, especially if people aren't uh, engaging with them anymore, you know, not leaving oh. any more reviews or anything. I oh. agree.
0: I mean, I've got podcasts I want to remove. I really haven't looked into how to remove them myself. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but I think they should do a clean out of their podcasting app as well. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, speaking of Apple, they've got a big announcement coming up on September 7th. I think it's going to be for the iPhone 7. I mean, I don't know that much about Apple and iPhone, uh, but I think that's why they chose September 7th to do this.
0: September 7th. So next week we will have some very big news from Apple, I'm guessing, <laughs> our program. Yeah,
1: I guess about the iPhone that really nobody cares about. Everybody, all the smart people that listen to this are probably on Android.
0: Yeah, um, probably not. Um, <laughs> oh, we love Android people sometimes. <laughs>
1: anyway. How about some along.
0: news? How about some Pinterest news? Let's have a look at Pinterest news. What, uh, Pinterest debuts engagement retargeting. Yeah. Enhances their visitor retargeting as well. So they basically, you know, they introduced in June, um, ad targeting features, of course, but now what they're doing is they're actually improving a lot of this stuff. Um, and they, are uh, what do they call it? It's uh, not, not look alike. It's act alike act like not oh, look alike really? audiences <laughs> act like audiences so you can target people who act like other people so uh it's rolling out soon um and basically what it's going to do same sort of thing as look alike audiences you can start um retargeting brands can retarget to people who have shown interest in their pins by either saving them or clicking them or tapping them um mm-hmm. so yeah We'll see how that goes. I haven't used Pinterest ads for a long time. In fact, I really haven't used them much at all. I had one crack at them, and uh, that was more of an experiment than anything. Have you used Pinterest ads much at all? Uh,
1: no. You know what? I just hired somebody to start putting out, uh, building out a really nice-looking Pinterest platform or you know, all the different uh, pins and stuff like that for one of my clients, mm-hmm. and uh, they're actually running a promo code on on some of the pins on some of the pictures. So next step will be to actually run some uh, promoted pins and see how it works.
0: Right, right, right. Cool. Okay. So that's Pinterest. Um do we have something else on Pinterest as well?
1: We do not.
0: No. Okay. What else we got? Google.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we talked earlier about my Nest. Yes. Uh thermostat. They're actually Google is actually taking some of the people out of the Nest program, some of the engineers to work on some other automated home-related um, things, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I'm a big automated home kind of person. I, I don't necessarily have the the finances to do all the cool stuff like change my lights when my wife calls. But, uh, <laughs> what is your, fa- what is your favorite
0: different. automated home appliance or semi-automated? Uh, well, to, semi-automated?
1: Yeah, it had to be my nest right now. Uh, you know, just like I said with the IFTTT, some of the things you can do with it when you're not even home.
0: Is this is this Is your nest just for what aircon and stuff like that, or is it other things as well? Lights. Yeah, just
1: air air conditioning and uh, heat.
0: Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. My favorite automation tool, which I'm not using IFTTT for, but I've got an app for it, which is my my jacuzzi and my pool that I can turn on and off wherever I am in, in any part of the world. Oh and, wow! Yeah, and yeah, uh, you know, could be driving home from somewhere, and know I'm going to be home in half an hour. I'm going to put the jacuzzi on before I even get home, and bang, there it is, nice and bubbly when I get home, and ready to rock.
1: <laughs> Very nice.
0: But we digress. Uh,
1: yeah, the other big uh, tools or the other big things, the products that come out of Nest is the um, smoke detectors slash carbon monoxide detectors. Yes, uh, those are pretty cool, but they're about a hundred bucks each, which is a little bit high for me right now uh and then um they've also got i think um some uh cameras like internal cameras
0: yeah it's uh yeah yeah security camera stuff so um yeah. i think they're growing i think nest is growing and um i think google's going to be a big part of that
1: yeah uh they've they're coming out with something called google home maybe uh that's going to be a little bit more there's also the um the on hub router uh which has been out for a while I bought one of those, but didn't like it. I took it back almost immediately because it didn't have any, or it only had one um, external hardwire port on
0: it. Oh, really? Okay.
1: Yeah. So I couldn't, you know, I couldn't run a bunch of hardwired computers to it. They had to be wireless and I didn't want that.
0: No, you go and buy some apples and you'll be right. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Snapchat. What's going on with Snapchat?
1: Snapchat is uh, going to offer advertiser behavioral targeting.
0: Yeah. Now here's an interesting thing about this, right? So Snapchat is only mobile device, okay? So you can't go and do um, the traditional retargeting for geolocation stuff because you can't put cookies in a mobile phone, right? So basically what they're doing is basing their behavioral stuff off what a user does with the app um, rather than like where they are. So, you know, it's only... Giving them information about who they've been watching, and wow. um, uh, who they follow, uh, specific industry sort of stuff, or certain types of music as well. So, um, I I'm going to be it's going to be interesting to see who uses that as far as which sort of company. I mean, record labels would be someone that could use it, right? Yeah. Um, that sort of thing. But I don't know how many other advertisers will be able to benefit massively from it. But I guess we'll right. see.
1: Yeah, I guess we'll, we'll see. have to keep an eye on that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So there you go. That's Snapchat. That's what's going on with them. Behavioral advertising. Um, Twitter. Have we spoken about Twitter yet? I don't think we have.
1: We have not. Uh, they're. It's almost like this is all. This is an advertising show today. Twitter. Twitter is now offering revenue uh, on pre-roll ads. So they're going to share some of that. They've always had the pre-roll ads uh, on there, but now they're actually going to give their. Uh, Users an opportunity to share some of that revenue.
0: Right, exactly right. So that's Twitter with the pre-roll ads and then Periscope as well, talking of Twitter. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Periscope is uh, featuring sponsored live video broadcasts. Isn't that exciting?
0: Advertisers can now do some pre-rolls. Periscope will be full of ads and it'll probably drop off (laughs) the face of the earth soon too, giving way to Facebook Live and the behemoth again.
1: Right. I did see something that said this is nice and maybe it'll add a little revenue to Twitter, uh, but they really need to just focus on getting more users.
0: Yes, they do. They do. Good old Twitter. They do.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but you know what? I think that's almost a wrap for our show today. We've got covered a lot of things really quick, didn't we? Is there anything else that I missed?
1: Um, you know what? The only other thing was Amazon. Uh, oh, yeah. Actually, it's Amazon, IBM. There's a bunch of big companies that are actually going to start paying people to create bots, Really? Uh, so, yeah, kind of interesting. There was some pretty big names uh in, in that list of things that you know, these different companies that are going to basically pay people to start writing some programming that obviously uh promotes their brand mm. and you know, does some of those kind of things. So kinda cool. I haven't had a whole lot of experience with the with the bots other than uh the CNN bot, which I uh didn't care for too much.
0: I haven't had a lot to do with them either, um, but it'll be interesting to see what they do, if they uh, yeah. can make it work really smoothly with people.
1: Yeah, Amazon, Slack, Cisco, IBM, Twilio, which I don't know what that is, uh, and Betaworks are some of the big companies that are going to pay people to... Uh, Yeah, and IBM is actually trying to create a way where the bots can start to speak to each other. So at some point, we won't even have to do anything. We'll just have this whole other world of bots talking to each other and having conversations.
0: This time next year, my bot will be talking to your bot doing the podcast, and we'll be on the golf course. (laughs) That sounds terrific. (laughs) Um, We do have one more thing I forgot about, and that's Flipboard. Flipboard, you've been using Flipboard a little bit?
1: I do. I like Flipboard. It's uh, it's an app that's on my phone and um, I think it's on my iPad too, but uh, it's a really easy way to just kind of flip through the latest news and you can pick out what categories you like. So social media or finance or whatever it happens to be and you just flip through ads real or flip through different stories real
0: quick. <laughs> you can flip through ads. That's right because they have just also offered specific types of ads, right?
1: that's right so they've already already have some ads on there after you flip through maybe about six or seven stories an ad pops up and you just flip right past it too uh but now they're going to uh increase the number of those in in uh at least the number of people that have access to that system
0: Mm, there you go i think now i can say that that's a wrap there's lots of things going on that was a wrap good um give us a quick rundown what have you got coming up in the next week or so
1: you know what? The only thing we're doing right now is the six-week social media challenge. Uh, we just uh, did a press release on it and, and getting a lot of people to sign up for this thing. Uh, so pretty excited about that. That starts on September 14th. So what's that? Two, 12 days from now.
0: Excellent. Excellent. I've got a, uh, I've got a webinar coming up next week, content, um, how to create content, even if you don't like creating content. It's, uh, it's pretty <laughs> much just a content-only webinar, so come and check it out um That's awesome. the notes or the link will be in the notes show notes and the show notes where are they will where can people find them
1: every week they're at red dot media.com slash did you know
0: there you go um if you have had a chance to check us out and you've liked what you hear we'd love to hear a, a review from you maybe share it, share it around with your friends tell people that we are here we try and release a new show every single friday giving you the wrap-up and the Rundown of what's going on in the online world, digital digital space, social media platforms, you name it, we'll try and cover it. Um, thanks, mm-hmm. thanks for coming along. Will, anything else you want to add before we wrap up?
1: No, I'm, I'm happy with the show.
0: Great. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Take care and we will see you next week.
1: Thanks for joining us on the Digino
0: podcast. Check out all of the show notes and resources mentioned in today's episode at redcanoemedia.com.